1: all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank.
0: It's time to sell or die.
1: Hey Jeffrey.
0: Hey Jen.
1: We're back. Uh, For what? For an amazing episode of sell or die today. It's really gonna be a good one.
0: It's my favorite place to be. That sounded pretty sincere, didn't it, Jen?
1: Yeah, I almost believed it.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Actually, secretly, I love doing Sell or Die because I know that it reaches people around the world and helps them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I love doing it too. It's just just fun. It's just fun. So, okay. This episode is near and dear to my heart because today I get to interview you. And you're going to spill the beans because just last week, you released your 17th book, Which is all about going live, turning virtual connections into paying customers. Yes. And I thought it would be really cool to talk to our diehard about what even inspired you to write this book? Where did it come from? All the things that people want to know when they're buying a book that don't get put in the book. So, Let's dig into it if you're willing to share some of the behind the scenes stuff. Is that cool? Sure. Okay. So you just wrote a book on going live. When did you become a go live? When did that become a thing in your life going live?
0: Well, I realized in 1998 that video training was going to be the future of the internet and of training in general the classroom was not going to be as powerful as someone being able to get video delivered online and then keep in mind it was 56k was the highest speed you could get (laughs) but through the evolution of social media i started to notice that every single platform was featuring video as their predominant method of communication and you could argue about who started it, but YouTube is probably the biggest purveyor of it from a standpoint of history. And they're adding millions of minutes every minute of broadcast time and people trying to get on YouTube and do things. And the littler the kid, the more followers they have, the more views they have. So kids are starting it at 8, 9, 10, 11 years old, and they have a million followers and 8 million views of a video. It's absolutely unbelievable. But I started to realize, and I was reluctant at first to do live consistently, like I would go live every once in a while, but all of a sudden COVID hit. And I realized that, hey, it's time to do this more so that I can reach people who are in genuine need. But let me backtrack. I had signed a contract with Wiley to do a book about podcasting, and it turns out that the need for that book is still there but the need for more information about going live was even more, I think, in demand. Mm. So what I decided to do was take everything video and put it into a book so that people could learn podcasting, people could learn marketing, people could learn LinkedIn, people could learn all kinds of live streaming and combine that into a book, a digital marketing, and it wins, it totally wins.
1: You mentioned that you were reluctant at first. And I really want to understand that because you're the king of sales. You've got everything already. You know, your reputation is already there. And I think that our diehards, a lot of them can relate to that because they feel reluctant. And what was that about and how did you overcome it?
0: Well, first of all, I saw your reluctance. Remember when you first started out doing video and you were kind of crappy at it and then you did it and did it and did it? So there's a secret in this whole process. And the secret is starting and then being consistent. It's not starting and doing, it's starting and being consistent at it. So I saw you doing your lessons every week with the Sales Center New York Minute and they were really phenomenal.
1: They really sucked at first
0: though. (laughs) But that led to your book yeah and then i started to do and we started to do sell or die the podcast both on video and in audio and i'm in the studio all the time i'm doing these things i'm shooting these videos and i thought you know it's time to take it one notch further and the combination of covid and my need to be out to my audience more on a regular basis and being real about it led me to the whole go live process and i actually called wiley and said, hey, the podcast book is going to be amazing, and I'm going to include that in a book we're going to call Go Live. And they're like, yeah, it made sense to them. And they did it, and all I wanted to do was turn prospects into paying customers. That's all I wanted to do. And I felt that going live was the easiest way to do that. And you can manifest it any way you want. You know, we're, We have this relationship with Hippo Video where you can put an email or put a video into an email and play it without a download that's incredible technology. You can go live on Facebook. You can go live on Instagram. You can go live on YouTube. You can go live on Twitter and any time you want to shoot a video, you can be on video. And it's so much more emotionally compelling that I literally had no choice but to try to convince my audience, but not by simply writing about it by doing it.
1: So knowing you and knowing your true intent, I'm going to call you out on something if that's cool wife is calling him out so you just said that you did it to turn your prospects into paying customers and i'm thinking back to the very first day when you decided you were going to go live i'm not talking about like creating video based content like you had always been doing but actually start creating live videos every single day at the exact same time consistently and if i recall correctly You had no axe to grind. You did it because you wanted to put value out there.
0: Right. I didn't have a motive at the time that I started it other than help salespeople through the pandemic. Literally, that was my goal. But I knew that these were already my customers. Many of them had already given me money in one form or another, whether it was for a seminar or a course or just a book. They had been followers of mine for an extended period of time, and I'm a value provider. So I decided to take my already paying customers, many of them, provide value to them, and I knew they would forward that to somebody else and say, hey, you got to see this guy in the morning. He's like amazing. (laughs) And now there's people from all over the world. And what I'm doing is proving my whole concept of going live.
1: Yeah. And you did. You did create this community online and people who have set their alarms so they don't miss your live show. Uh, Yeah, for, for sure. And that is so cool. And you have also figured out a framework to turn those lives into paying those videos and that use of your time into paying customers, which I also think is a great you know, it's great when you buy the book Die Hard. When you go to Amazon.com and you click go live, get him, because it doesn't just come up sometimes when you do go live, but go live, get him, it comes right up. And when you buy the book, you're going to see all of Jeffrey's secrets as to how he was able to use this time productively to create even more connection and turn those
0: connections
1: into customers. Now, I have to ask, how many live days has it been so far?
0: About Approximately. 200, about 260.
1: Has there ever been a day where you were like, I just don't want to go live today?
0: Not one day.
1: Wow. What inspires you to do that every
0: the, day? The audience. They're waiting for me. They're fighting to be on first. I'm on first. I'm first. No, no, I was first. And people are now finding out that you can go on YouTube and get on before the thing starts. So there's always four or five people sending me a message on YouTube just to be first. Like they're letting me know they're there.
1: Diehard, I think that's so important. It's not what inspires Jeffrey,
0: it's who inspires him. I agree with that. But let me share something else with you. No one comes on and just says, hey, I'm here. They all come on and provide a value message now. I've got them into the groove of, they're talking about R.S. and Sweat Martin or Samuel Smiles or Napoleon Hill or Dale Carnegie. They're talking about people that have affected their lives and they're teaching me about people. There's a guy named William Arthur Ward. Who the hell is that guy? He published a daily quote in the Fort Worth Times business paper right outside of Dallas. And he did it for like 20 years. And he collaborated with other people and he had other quotes. And now I have his books. I have four of his quote books and they're amazing. So they're teaching me at the same time I'm trying to give them information that can help them as well.
1: So for the salesperson who's listening to this and is thinking, well, that's so cool of Jeffrey, you know, he's written these books, he's a speaker, he does those things, but that's not me. Or... It can't help my business. It can't help my sales. What would you say to that?
0: To quote my mother, you're full of soup. <laughs> of course. Okay. Egg noodles as well. Lots but of here's balls. the deal. Here's the deal. When I started the live, I think Stacey and Erica were on, you were on, and maybe three other people. <laughs> and then, but the content was so good that whoever else was on told somebody else, told somebody else, told somebody else. And that's how the audience was built based on value. I didn't sell anything to that audience for the first three months that I was on. And then all of a sudden I had this new normal course and people bought it like crazy because I had built trust. I had built value. I built consistency and they had confidence enough to give me their credit card. So if you're looking to create a fast win, Going live may not create that fast win for you, but it will create a slow win. I can promise you that it will create a valuable win because you're going to not, you won't just have someone's money. You'll have their loyalty and you'll have their respect and you'll have their commitment to be able to follow you. And they will post about it. They will talk about it. People know, hey, it was on your 959. Like they know it because of the odd time. And so it has a name. It has a. It has a, a. Literally, it has a culture all its own right now. And I can't quit, even if I wanted to quit. I can't. I can't quit right now. I'm gonna to have to do it at least a year, maybe a little more.
1: I think when people, that's cool. I love that, and I don't foresee you quitting anytime soon. No. <laughs> I think when people hear that you grew this and that it gets lots of views, they immediately think, well, you already had a following, and, you
0: know, yeah. you know, I do. I'm in a very fortunate position. People already know me. I have a history of success. I have thousands of followers on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitter, but they wouldn't follow me for five seconds if there wasn't valuable information.
1: So where I'm going with this is for someone who doesn't have a following and is not (laughs) Jeffrey Gitmer, right? But is, you know, a salesperson, a top salesperson at a company and wants to do even better this year. How can they begin to create that following, and should they start with live video?
0: For me, if I was a salesperson right now starting, I would start with a podcast, which interestingly is how the book started anyway. It was you know we we have an outside consulting firm called Profitable Podcasting. It's with Tara Hunterman. I asked her to write the forward and a chapter, and it's killer. But I would start with a podcast. And I would invite my customers or their CEOs to come onto my podcast and talk about their business. Now, think about this. Think about this, Diehard. If you are a salesperson, male or female, and you're in a specific industry, heating and cooling, insurance, whatever it is, accounting, whatever it is, and you invited your customers or the CEO of your customer's firm, wouldn't they come on your podcast? Sure, they would. And you share it with them. And who are they going to share it with? everybody because you've made someone else the star. And so now you build a following with your podcast. And after six months, maybe now it's time to do a live because you've already built an audience. It's not someone that, and you take the best of the best and you talk about quotes and you talk about things that can affect your industry, whatever your industry, if you're a copier salesperson, it doesn't matter. You're going to have an audience.
1: And interestingly, in the book, Tara also talks about, because I know you mentioned Tara, she talks about how to repurpose your content so that you can use it across different platforms. Like for us, when we do the Seller Die podcast, you may be listening to us because you saw an Instagram story or an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a blog post or, I mean, I can keep going on, right? Because
0: LinkedIn post or a YouTube post, that's correct.
1: We take one piece of content and working with Tara's team, we're able to, but she outlines how to do this in the book. We're able to share the value across multiple platforms. And so I'm intrigued by your start with a podcast. Why?
0: Why podcast? Well, it's the easiest way. You're not exactly live. You can record it. You can edit it. There's things you can do that will make you look a little bit better if you make a flub. You can erase it or fix it or edit it out. Mm. And then when you have that podcast, then you can go to, and we have this in the book as well, you go to Hippo Video, you sign up for seven days for free, and you can start to see what you look like on video. You record a few videos and play them back, and you can see how you can get better and how you can improve. And then you start to put videos into your emails to send to customers. I'm going to tell you today, I rocked our whole audience today. Because I told people to not send a Christmas card, rather send a Christmas video. And the video embedded in the email in a hippo video, hippo video email will get to the heart of your feelings about whatever the pandemic thing was and talking to people about, you know, it's been a tough year and you're dedicated to service and you're going to help them next year get to wherever they want to be. That's way better than happy holiday. And your company sends you, here's 25 cards, send them to anybody you want. I don't, I'll send them to the trash can <laughs> because I, or I'll just give them back. I'll give them back to the people that gave them to me. Thanks, but I have a better way of doing this. And it's much more personal. And I can promise you that video is going to get watched and talked about. And that's the value of live. It's not live, live, but it's alive. And you have to realize that just because it's not live on the spot doesn't mean that it's not alive to the person that gets it. They see you as an alive person, not as text or as a Christmas card. Now I'm not saying Christmas cards are bad. They're they're sentimental. They're fine. Put pictures of your kids and that kind of stuff. But wouldn't it be cool if you were sitting around a camera and your family was there and they're saying hi and they're waving and stuff? It's just so much more compelling. And so much more inspirational and so much more emotional based that it can't help but create interaction and connection, deep connection.
1: Yeah, I think this is interesting. So if you take what the response would be to receiving a Christmas card, I received one Mm -hmm. today. I texted Mm -hmm. a picture of it to the person who sent it to me. And I said, Mm -hmm. hey, got your card. Your family looks beautiful. Everyone's growing up. Thanks so much for thinking of me, XOXO. And she pressed the little like button in the text. That was the extent of the conversation around the Christmas card. Okay.
0: Now. Keep in mind, 99% of people, Jen, don't even do that. Okay. Well, I did. They catch on it and they hang it on a wall and they go, oh, wait, Bill and Mary sent us a card. We better send them one.
1: (laughs) Okay. Hold on. So. So now let's say it's Christmas time and you send me or customer, you know, sends me or whatever, a video message. Well, that's going to hit me in the heart. I can't just take their recording and be like, oh, thanks. Your family looks great. Blah, blah, blah. No. What am I going to do back? I'm going to give them a video message back.
0: Absolutely. We're going to start a whole trend right now. The Hallmark people are going to hate me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Video killed the Hallmark store.
0: (laughs) Right. We're going to go from Hallmark to Heartmark. Yeah.
1: And I I think we're going
0: to, because this is a season to be real. Yeah. We've come through a tough, tough time in this country and around the world. And it's time to let people know that this is their time of year. A time to say thanks and a time to be grateful.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. So what strategies would you give to someone? just give me like one or two little nuggets from the book Mm -hmm. of what should someone do now that they've listened to this and they've realized the power because what you're saying is there's tremendous power in going live, right?
0: Right. So I'm going to share with you something that you can all relate to. You didn't go from adding and subtracting to algebra. You went from adding and subtracting to multiplication and division And then you did all kinds of new math and stuff that you didn't even understand. And then you went to fractions and division, and then you went to algebra. So it's this much the same with going live. You, you're going to learn how to do it. I literally, I wrote the book as a primer for people to go live and what you need to do and how you need to study the process. And then you need to practice and then you need to be consistent. If you understand it, and then you practice it, and then you're consistent at it, you're going to get better, automatically get better. I've given you the steps to my own live. I've I've outlined everything you need to do. I've talked about other mediums, about live streaming things, about doing podcasting, about doing digital marketing for yourselves. And you'll have all the answers that you need. And you'll even have a chapter by Jen Gittimer about why she was reluctant to do it herself and how she overcame that reluctance. So I think that anyone who is really looking to get an understanding of what it takes to go live and actually be good at it, that this is the primer for them to be able to do that. And even if you think you know stuff, I promise you, you're going to get lessons that will spark you. I've already had incredible feedback, not only on the book, but on the audio version, because that gives people a kind of a, you know, I record my own audios and it's good. It's very heartfelt. I read it with a lot of emotion because I know. People need emotion at this moment in time.
1: They do. They really do need emotion. And when you were talking just now, and you mentioned my name, you got me thinking back to our podcast. And if you've been around for a while, Die Hard, then you know that we almost didn't continue this podcast. This podcast that is going to be nearing 3 million downloads at some point soon, we almost cut off at the beginning. And part of that was due to my reluctance, because this is a team here, and part of that was due to my reluctance to even feeling comfortable getting on that mic and being that voice inside your head that you get to listen to every week. And I talk a little bit about that in the book, but I do talk about my bigger reluctance, even bigger than podcasting, (laughs) which was going live on video. But I want to say this. If you've been around for a while and you consider me and Jeffrey to be people in your life who are making an impact on you, I want you to realize that you can be making that same sort of impact on someone else if you were to apply these principles. But maybe there's something, just like there was for me, Maybe there's something that's holding you back. And if that's the case, you need this book more than anything. And I'm not saying that because Jeffrey makes a small royalty on the book. And I mean small. Okay. I am saying that because this $20 book can help change not just your life, but the people's lives who need your impact and who are missing out on getting that. What could be something incredible from you because you are holding yourself back?
0: Jen, you could not have said it any better. I could not have said it any better. I'm trying my best by doing my lives not only to give information, but to set an example and set a standard of what other people can emulate. I've always done it that way. I don't mind if you try to do what I do, but I want you to do it with passion and with heart the same way I do it. And if you do that and you practice on a regular basis, you will march to victory. You don't have to worry about making a sale. You will create an atmosphere of attraction that people will want to buy.
1: Okay, before we go, I have one last question. Yeah. Sure. What are the three best things that have come out of you going live consistently?
0: Number one thing, I've created an amazing community of people literally from all over the world, thousands and thousands of people from all over the world. Number two, I've created sales opportunities that I would have never had if it was not for me going live. And number three, and I think that anyone who listens to me can hear this. I love it. It's not just something that I, you know, you've seen me around the house or you've seen me around wherever we are. I've done them from the road. I've done them from restaurants. I've done, but I'm not missing a day. And Understand that if you're going to do this, you have to do it with some kind of passion. You can't do it as an obligation. I don't feel a sense of obligation to do this. I feel a sense of passion to do it. So you'll make a great community. You'll make a few sales and you'll enjoy yourself. What better opportunity could you have than that?
1: Cool. That is awesome, Jeffrey. That is freaking awesome. And I think for our diehard listening, they'll have one extra benefit, which is they'll become known as a thought leader. You're already Mm -hmm. known as a thought leader, but when you put yourself out there and go live on video, you know, you'll get that added benefit as well. Don't you think?
0: So diehards, we're going to end this broadcast by challenging you. Do not buy the book and read the book. Study the book, Harvey McKay 101. Because if you study it and you put it into practice, you can bank the book. And that's really what you're trying to do anyway. And anything that you do, And this will make it a hell of a lot easier because you want it to go through the same learning curve of the last 20 years that I did. I'm giving it to you in 150 pages, figure it out.
1: All right. Until next time, I'm Jane Gittimer.
0: And I'm Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm reminding you, get out there and make a sale even if your video camera falls off. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think giving you new ideas and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day so you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank if you
1: enjoyed this episode please take a second to rate and review each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world don't forget to take a screenshot share it in your instagram stories and tag us at jeffrey gittimer and at jen gittimer see See you next week. week